Babamba ba omonde jan loko, gomu gomu imu eni ni wo. Baba finu wenu, iwo lanje. Baba dagba, aye ogunja. Bebe lube, o iti idebe, ibe lumbo. Baba lawo, ki ibere ebo anon. Hello and welcome to episode 30 of the Yoruba Proverbs podcast. I'm your host, Bidemi Ologunde. Eka bosi abala ogbon eto owe Yoruba orukomini Bidemi Ologunde. On this episode, I'll be analyzing five Yoruba proverbs that describe concepts such as self-respect, busybody behavior, self-comparison, and excessive familiarity. So according to Yoruba tradition, a young person quoting proverbs in the presence of adults must do so humbly and respectfully. Therefore, in line with tradition, I humbly crave the indulgence of my parents and elders before going ahead with this episode. Thank you for your time. Let's get to it. So the first proverb I have here says, Babalawu ki and this translates to the diviner, the oracle priest, does not ask for yesterday's sacrifice. So for context, um, the, the proverb is talking about how in traditional Yoruba religions, um, Ifa, for example, there are priests who handle the um, rituals and so on. And a key component of these rituals are sacrifices made up of different components, sometimes fruits, um, dead animals, etc. So a good priest shouldn't be asking for where is yesterday's sacrifice um, as a kind of, I think, favor, if I understand this correctly, because the mark of a good priest is to not bother himself or herself with what goes into a sacrifice, no matter how palatable those components are, no matter how desirable those sacrifices components are, the priest shouldn't bother himself or herself with those things. The, the, I guess, remuneration compensations for priests come from the members of those religions willingly giving offerings to the priest. So the priests shouldn't concern themselves with what goes into a sacrifice, especially what goes into a sacrifice that has been done already. So this particular proverb says yesterday's sacrifice. So the priest should even concern himself or herself with figuring out what's current in like what's going to a current sacrifice, not previous sacrifices. So again the proverb is Babalawoki Bere Buano. The diviner, the oracle priest, does not ask for yesterday's sacrifice. So what this basically means is we shouldn't demean ourselves by asking for little favors, small favors, negligible favors, because ultimately it would end up, we might get those favors, but then it would basically downgrade us. An example could be maybe at work, um, you're asking someone to cover for you which is fine, but then you shouldn't now go ahead and say, could you cover for me? I want to go and take a nap. No, (laughs) first of all, you shouldn't even be taking a nap 
while working, especially while working from home. Even if you take a nap, don't make it known that you're taking a nap. So uh, that's what's coming to my head as an example for this proverb. But then, of course, we can always apply it in different aspects of life. So once again, the proverb is, Babalao ki bere boano. The diviner, the oracle priest, does not ask for yesterday's sacrifice. Basically meaning we shouldn't demean ourselves by asking for tiny, negligible, unnecessary favors. So the second proverb I have here says, Bebelube oiti debe ibelumbo. This translates to, the busybody is not there yet, but he's definitely on his way. So this one is another funny proverb that basically talks about how people who like to poke nose into other people's affairs, um, basically this busybody behavior eventually gets on people's nerves. And this proverb is now saying it's like a play on words. So the Bebelube is the name given to poke nosers, busybodies. So this proverb is now referring to this busybody as this thing you are eager to find out about someone else, this thing you are poking your nose into, don't worry, it's going to come to you. So you don't have to rush for it, basically. So in other words, this means someone who is a busybody, there is no way you would keep that person's busybody and nose poking out of other people's affairs because eventually they will always find a way to choke their nose into what doesn't concern them. And sometimes that doesn't end well. So this is not like a cautionary tale. It's like irony or like sarcasm to a busybody saying, instead of telling the busybody, oh, you don't have to poke your nose into other people's affairs. You are telling the person, don't worry, you will find so much to poke your nose into. Just wait. So the proverb once again is, Bebelube oiti debe ibelumbo. The busybody is not there yet, but is definitely on its way. So the third proverb I have here says, When one becomes old, one stops engaging in fights and quarrels. So this is a very you know deep proverb that basically talks about how elders shouldn't concern themselves with fights and squibbles and quarrels and so on. When one becomes old, one stops fighting, quarreling, quibbling, and so on. So in other words, elders should do things befitting of elders. You shouldn't find an elder engaging in things that is supposed to be left for younger people. So it's it could be seen in so many different ways. Um, elders shouldn't, like the previous proverb says, elders shouldn't be poke-nosing. Elders shouldn't be doing busybody stuff. Elders shouldn't be engaging in minor quarrels. Um, across different cultures, we see how elders are seen as these compendiums of wisdom. So we go to elders to seek advice, to ask them to clarify issues that are not clear to us young folks. We ask elders to settle quarrels. So if you're asking elders to do all these things, the elders shouldn't be the ones who now engage in these things because who would now advise an elder who is being a busybody? So it's basically saying we should act our age, our status, our phase in life, and so on and so forth. 
When one becomes old, one stops fighting, quarreling, etc. So the fourth proverb I have here says, Baba finu wenu iwolange. If we compare notes with others, we end up eating bile. So this proverb is again a play on words. Baba finu wenu iwolange. So a direct translation is if we compare intestines with intestines, we end up eating bile. So bile is, I think, produced in the spleen. It's always tasting bitter. When cutting up chicken and so on, we make sure to not cut the spleen so that the bile will not spill on the meat and it's difficult to wash it off. By the time you cook the chicken, you still end up tasting the bile. So in other words, comparing things will eventually always lead to leaving a bitter taste in one's mouth, which is again the, the play on words going on here. So and like I mentioned earlier, another compare another translation is if we compare notes with other people, if we compare our situation in life with other people, we end up feeling sad, thinking, why am I not doing this, this, this that my mates are already doing? So that never goes well, at least from my own experience. And unfortunately, social media has made comparison a whole lot easier. Back then, in the olden days, you only compare yourself with people around you, people living in the same town as you, because those are, those are the only people you see. At least those are the only people you mostly see throughout the course of a year or 10 years, as the case may be. But nowadays, our phones allow us to see people from all over the world, from every country, and we compare these people with us, which shouldn't be so. Because we don't know what sacrifices someone made to be able to afford a particular kind of lifestyle. But then we are only seeing the surface, thinking a 30-year-old person who is also a graduate and is driving this type of car should apply to me as well, and so on and so forth. So it's not always a one-on-one connection that that is comparable so many things go into what we see on social media and again we can talk about this all day long but the basic gist is comparison is not good it will always leave a bitter taste in one's mouth and this yoruba proverb is now serving as an analogy because talking about intestines you cannot compare the stomach with the small intestine, with the large intestine, and so on. And in some animals, you can eat some intestines, but then you cannot eat some intestines in other animals. So that way, a one-to-one comparison of the intestines of animals will uh, end up making you eat bile because you think this thing looks like I should eat it because the similar thing in another animal is edible. So, ba finu wenu. If we compare notes with others, we end up eating bile. So the last proverb I have here says, If one eats with a young person on the farm, the young person stares at the protrusion of one's nose. If we, if we eat with a young person on the farm, the young person stares at the protrusion of one's nose. 
so for context, um, we see how children, um, they are, you know, smaller, shorter, and just think about how a child sees an adult. First of all, it's from a shorter point of view. The adult seems definitely bigger and larger and so on. So if you're now sitting down to eat with a child or a toddler, to, to you, the child seems like a child. But to the child, you seem like a giant, much bigger. And now you're taking food, putting it into your mouth. That would draw the child's gaze to your face. And from the child's point of view, your nose would basically take up much of your face, right? Compared to you looking down on the child and you're just seeing the child as a child. So this one is another deep proverb that basically says something that would make a child point out that your nose is big should be avoided. For example, eating together with a child on the farm. So another way to phrase this is basically too much familiarity breeds contempt because now you're engaging in an activity that breeds familiarity. You're eating with a child. Maybe the food takes about 10, 15, 20 minutes to complete. The entire time, the child is looking at how big your nose is relative to your face. And that's just because you are literally sitting down to eat together, which wouldn't happen if you were not sitting down to eat together with the child. So in other words, too much familiarity, especially with people who we shouldn't be familiarizing with too much eventually breeds contempt. So again, if one eats with a young person, with a child, a toddler on the farm, the child stares at the protrusion of one's nose. So that's all I have for episode 30 of the Yoruba Proverbs podcast. Thanks for listening. Yoruba Proverbs podcast is produced by Sunshine Media in association with Alowale Productions. Audio engineering and graphic design by Bidemi Ologunde. Senior producer, Bidemi Ologunde. Executive producers, Olufolari Ologunde and Tobilaba Ologunde. Make sure you subscribe, rate, and review the Yoruba Proverbs podcast on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Spotify, Amazon Music, Google Podcasts, Pandora, TuneIn Radio, or wherever you listen to podcasts. And please share the show with anyone that you think might benefit from it. For questions, comments, or any suggestions, please send an email to bdemi at bdemiologande.com. Please remember to leave a review for the podcast if you find it valuable and your platform allows you to do so. Thank you for your time. See you on the next episode.